but Wednesday is my off day. Yeah. No, no practice for my kids. Um, school gets out early. Usually Wednesdays are my days where I get to uh, have fun. And Wednesdays are my Saturdays. Wednesdays are my Saturdays. Wow. That sounds like the name from a memoir. But, <laughs> you know, 15 or so years of everyone wanting to talk to you because you go from MBA career <laughs> with, uh, with the foundation to now the wine career. When did it go from, I like a glass of wine to, wait a second, I should be spending dozens of hours a week on this and this is a career. Well, dozens of hours would be nice if I wasn't an owner, right? <laughs> if I wasn't trying to do something different, dozens of hours would probably be, you know, easy. Um, I think it changed when, I think it changed when I was uh, deciding whether I was done or not with basketball. Mm -hmm. I think uh, when you love wine and you live in Oregon and you're me, I thought, could I do this every day? Mm -hmm. Could I, you know, put my mark on the wine industry? Could I take something that I love and make it better? Um, obviously it's work, obviously it's tedious, but work isn't work when you love it. And I think for me, um, after three years, I'm already starting to see the impact that we have at Chosen. Mm -hmm. Um, I think people are asking more questions about wine. I think they're curious about wine. I think I've right. had amazing conversations with people about well, wine seems so complicated. I'm like, do you like it? Yes or no? <laughs> like, you know, I, I, we did a tasting uh, at a grocery store, you know, one of the grocery stores that our wines are in. And this lady was baffled by my, by my answer when, when she said, what are the tasting notes? And I go, I don't know. What's, I, I can't be in her mouth. What do you taste? Do you like it? Well, tell me what I'm supposed to be tasting. I can't do that. I can't tell you what you're supposed to be tasting. Um, and that, I think if, if I could cut you off there, that is so unique to the wine industry where everyone wants to pass off what certifications that they have, <laughs> how many things that they've tried. And you just gave the most honest thing like, hey, do you like it or not? Do you like it? Were and, you and, like that on day one? Or did you at a certain hit a level at a certain point and went, hey, I got to be me? Um, I think when we started this, we had to be uniquely ourselves. We want to be the most authentic uh, that we can. Yeah. And, and here's the real thing that most winemakers, people who own businesses, vintners will not tell you. Nobody drinks the same wine every single night. Stop being selfish. The, the All tide rises the boats. Or wait, the tide rises all boats. There we go. Yeah. There we go. That's true. Um, for me, there have been so many instrumental wineries that have made me love wine, made mm -hmm. me like want to go read a book, made me like, oh man, I didn't know this is good. And, and I mean, even right now, what I'm drinking is this. I don't really like California Chardonnay, but I like Fort Ross Seaview Chardonnay. This, we make uh, Pinot Noir from there, but I have had chardonnay from there so somebody mm -hmm. found this for me and i'm like oh, maybe i don't know shit 
right? What do I know? <laughs> as much as I know, I don't know anything until I taste it, until I share it, until I experience it. And that that humility when it comes to the wine world is amazing. It's 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 um, invigorating. It's mm -hmm. uh, energetic. It's fun, especially for me. I'm very competitive. I want to know the more. I want to know the most. I want to be the best. I want to do this. But the best is by doing by by earning trust every year uh, on the year. And that's the best. You look at some of the best places that are making wine. They've been making wine 10, 15, 20 years. And that's what we want to do at Chosen. It's just earn trust uh, over time by the, the quality of our wines. Did you have the Chosen name at the beginning of wanting to have your own wine table? No. Oh, no. That took months, months. And uh, we had, a, I had a deep, for me, I had a deep, deep dive what I would like people to understand from this. And mm -hmm. then whenever I tell the story, you know, people have a certain feeling about it because it's a sad story, but it's an amazing story. And so the story is um, I won a championship in 2016. Mm -hmm. We, you know, we're partying. It's the greatest time of my life. Like winning a championship, excuse me, winning a championship in 2016 was the culmination of my career. And that feeling of like remembering how many hours I put in to just make a basket <laughs> is crazy. And to, you know, I remember we won. And then the next day I was like looking around like, oh, we don't have another game. We, we're last. And so that high of the high right. came down to the lowest of the low um, when my parents died within a month. So my mom died of cancer uh, October, I think, 23rd, 24th. And my dad died on Thanksgiving 2016. Mm. So that was wild for me as a human being, as a man, as a father, right. uh, as a son. Um, and so that year, my teammates, my best friends, my family, they became my family, right? They became the people that started to put coal in my engine. I was a shell of myself. I'm very energetic. I'm very, you know, like right now I've had a coffee, so I'm probably hyped up a little much, but um, to, to have people that aren't your family, right? To carry you, lift you up, build you up, hold you accountable, do that. They became my chosen family. Um, and in the middle of that was most of the time wine, dinners, conversations. Um, and so for chosen family, we, you know, the, 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 the name comes from when you have a bottle of wine in the middle of a table, people are going to ask, where'd you get it from? Why do you yeah. like it? What is it? What is the story? We just want to be a part of your life as a brand once a week, twice a week, whatever that is. Are you watching football? Are you, you know, is it a two, are you watching Sunday? Are you watching, uh, you know, Yellowstone or, you know, whatever it is, we just want to be a part of that. We want to earn that trust mm -hmm. and be a part of your chosen family. It doesn't have to be always be your brother or sister. It could be your best friend. It could be anything. And uh, that was 
really important to me and us at, when we made that name. If I'm listening correctly, you sound like a seeker in terms of you're very open to wines. You don't just go, this is what I drink, nothing else. You're open to the family, friend situation and that evolving. So it sounds like the chosen brand is just for smarter people. That's what I'm getting. I think the chosen brand is we have built something and we're trying to continually build it that applies to everyone. You can't talk about being inclusive and you don't have wine that meets a certain price point. You can't talk about being inclusive and you don't make wine from Washington or you don't make wine from Sonoma Coast or Napa Valley or, you know, Oregon. You you, you cannot be, we want to be the most upfront about, oh, shit. We want to be the most upfront, as is false. um, (laughs) And reflective of who we are as as people mm-hmm. in the wine industry as possible Outrocast. chris hey. thank you for taking the time i know you have to do interview to interview to interview but is it a good day for you yes it's okay is uh, my now is the easy part yeah? right how is a training camp for boxing compared to a training camp for mma is one harder than the other you know, the boxing, it's hard, hard a little bit because there's a lot of new things I've been learning. You know, uh, I understand it's a different sport than MMA, but the MMA is tough because you have to train a lot of things in one day. So I have a jiu-jitsu, my Thai, boxing for MMA. You know, I have a lot of things have to work together. I think it's more hard on your body and then boxing. But the boxing is difficult too because a lot of skills and new things I learned and you have to show up in the gym, open mind for your learning. So it's, it's, it's a little tough, but you know, I love that. I've been enjoying and I've been learning a lot. Is it the same diet and nutrition for the two sports for you? You know, for me, is when, they, when I fight MMA, I fight 145. So this fight, I'm fighting boxing 154. So it's not too hard like MMA. Like this fight, it was short notice. So for MMA, I can do short notice because I have to really have a full camp make the weight so i mean i enjoy a little bit more you know i'm happy for this opportunity hmm. how long was it uh ago that you accepted this fight because it was short notice i think it's a four weeks four three weeks yeah wow yeah. so if yeah. you were not accepting this fight what would you be doing instead you know i always like to be active in training so so for me i i just fought in brazil and then I back and I have the opportunity to go Seattle to do some training. And they got a call. You have a fight uh, you'd like to do. So this is the, like work very, very short. But, you know, I'm happy the opportunity. I just fought boxing. This is making me a better fighter in MMA too. So help my game. And just to prepare, get ready, you know, to get ready for my next, next fight. Mm-hmm. You have a very rich life in that you're successful in MMA. Now you're doing boxing. You were very big on charity work and philanthropy. You also have your brand of clothing and, and your gym, your private training facility. How do you manage all these things at once? You know, I have an amazing team. I love everybody work around me. We do our best. So, so I just thankful, you know, thankful I did doing, be honest, everybody. And then we always, the team walk the same way. So everybody together. So this is make it happen. 
So this level of success you have now, did you always think that you would be at this level? You know, for me, I was never thinking to be a fighter. You know, I was playing handball in my city, enjoy over there. Somebody, somebody saw me say, I think you'd be a great fighter. I said, what? I never liked to fight. And now here I am, you know, 18 years doing MMA, now doing boxing. Uh, for me, it's like a God's plan. And I just very dedicated. I was a athlete. So I just uh, learning, learning. And, you know, I have a fire in my heart. You know, if you point mm-hmm. at me, I'm going to punch you back. I think this is something you're born with. Is Huntington Beach, California still your home these days? Yeah, I'm going to Las Vegas more, you know, being there more than Huntington Beach, but, I, you know, I back and forth. Hmm. So you have those two cities that you go between, you go between your hometown. Where do you identify as being from when somebody says, hey, Chris, where are you from? Brazil. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, I love I love living in America because I've been learning a lot, you know, wrestling, jiu-jitsu, you know, California is the, the top place to have a lot of good trainers for MMA. So because this I'm here, you know, but I was fighting, you know, for my for my people in Brazil. And mm-hmm. but I'm very thankful too. You know, here's here in America, my home too. I'm gonna be like I don't know, 14, 15 years I'm here. So I'm very thankful. When you're training, does the music matter? Um sometimes if you film me, then my team telling me cut the music, they make me very bad. And then I want to kick more hard. Yeah, music for me, I love music. You know, I love gospel music. giving me fire in my heart to, to do my best. And, you know, and yeah, I love it. Do you have a favorite band or singer? You know, I have a lot of, a lot of bands. I love it. You know, Real Song. I love uh, Maverick. Um, uh, let me see, Kirk Franklin. You know, I, I, I love a lot. It's all, you know, gospel music. Hmm, interesting. Well, my last question before uh, I let you go, do you have a television recommendation, a show that we should be watching besides your fights for Bellator and BLK? You know, you guys can can follow me on my YouTube channel, Chris Cyborg. You're going to know a little bit of me outside of the ring, outside the cage. And you can follow me, OnlyFans. We're going to do a lot of travels there, a lot of training workouts, and then you're going to see some missionary work I'm doing. We already put some videos there. Make sure the guys going to go over there. It's going to, the guys going to love. Chris, thank you for your time and looking forward to this fight and the next one for Bellator. Thanks so much for the opportunity. Hi, Marta. How's your day going besides doing press? Oh, so good. We just did the premiere last night for It's a Wonderful Binge. So I'm like still like living off the high of that. Like how crazy. You walk into a movie theater and you're Base is there? What? Well, you're part of a franchise too. Did you have any idea that there would be a sequel when you made the first one? No, the first one was my first acting credit. <laughs> if right. I knew my first acting credit was going to turn into a franchise, I'd I'd tell someone you're lying. That's not how it works. That's that's so crazy. I'm so oh, I'm so lucky and grateful to be here. Thank you also for having me on the on the show. Like how I love it. Cool. Nice to meet I, you. My pleasure and likewise. And how much of Kimmy is there in the real you? Oh, definitely. Especially in the second one, for sure. The first one was me when I was like way too cool for everything. And like, you know, but like now I'm like nervous about everything. I don't know what I'm doing half the time. 
you know, and so I think Kimmy kind of portrays that too, where she's like trying her best to think she's knowing what she's doing, but she's actually really still figuring it out like everyone else. And, you know, trying to grow up as long, and, and you're growing up your whole life. And I think also the other characters kind of show that too, even like mm-hmm. Caitlin Olson, who plays my mom, she still needed to learn some lessons in the movie. And so did Nick Swartzen, who plays my uncle mm-hmm. and Dex and Eduardo's characters and everyone, you know, it's like, we don't really know what we're doing. Just <laughs> trying our best, <laughs> but we got to learn to do. I think you're selling yourself a little short, obviously, you had a lot of success with social media and modeling before this first acting job. So not your first time in front of a camera, but did you always want to act? Um, you know, when I was younger, yeah. Like when I was, I was telling someone else, I was like, Pirates of the Caribbean was like my favorite movie growing up. And like, whatever character I saw at a movie theater, I became that character in my life. So I did fencing for nine years because I kind of believed I was Captain Jack Sparrow for half my life. And then I remember when Percy Jackson came out, I all of a sudden was in the shower and like water dripped funny down my arm. And I was like, is this the beginning? Is Poseidon my father? <laughs> Had to badger my mom a bit about it. I was like, are you sure? The shower water is acting kind of funny with my skin. But yeah, so like it was always there, but I... I never felt like I, I could do it or I should do it. You know, growing up in the Midwest too, there isn't like, also my parents are, are immigrants and foreign. So there was, there's never really a whole lot of, oh yeah, go into the arts kid, you know, from, from that standpoint. So it was like never something I really saw myself doing. And then I got lucky enough to model and then lucky enough that somehow social media was like, oh, you're cool. Let's boost you up there and then I, I although I will say like just because you know like on social media I have like a bit of followers and in, in mm-hmm. model I don't think that translates that you're automatically like a good actor like I still have a lot of work to do and there's a lot of people ahead of me and and I have so much to learn so like I feel like that doesn't you know I, I'm getting there but I think thankfully to these both of these binge movies, I've been able to have like the best acting lessons and inspirations and yeah. legends like coach me through it. So does that answer your question? It answers my question in a wonderful way. And it leads me to a few different thoughts. And that's the first is it's interesting that you mean different things to different people because some people on social media, just like you for you, some people like the Marta, the Martian, persona, nickname, brand, and all that. And then there's you, the actress. So it seems like a lot of work to have to go between all these different modes as Marta, the entertainer. Yeah, I'm, and I sometimes I feel like I'm, do you remember the movie Split? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Sometimes I feel like I'm like, I'm like six different people. I also like do photography on the side too. Like, so I'm like, just different hats. It's I like to write too. Hopefully that takes okay. off. And I recently started music. I'm gonna have a first, like my first single drop. Really? Yeah, probably within the next week or so. So it's like I'm very excited how how much like social media has helped me enter all these things that I never thought was possible. I was honestly uh, studying to be a doctor. And then when I realized how much medical school was in America, I switched yeah. that to nurse real quick. 
yeah and, you'd that be was a and even that's expensive and i was like how do we these professions these good people have to pay i mean and i i mean not gonna start that conversation but it was that's what i was that was my route i was like you know i'll just go and help people and do that and i don't know i still hope i still hope i can do that but just in a different way so i'm gathering programs, do that. i'm gathering the parents are very proud that they have a child who's made it on their own terms without asking them for help i mean yeah they like i like i said they're not from here you know and i very much grew up like with a household that's divided between me being raised half in america half in poland in the in the summers mm -hmm. um and then having these two worlds that you kind of have to balance out as a child and like my parents were very very scared and like even to this day my mom has like thoughts of like marta like it might not work out like you should probably you know have backup plans and like you know all this stuff and of course i do but like you know they're still very very nervous and very scared and i don't know how proud they are of a drug christmas movie <laughs> but you know they're they're very proud that i'm able to go and work with such amazing people yeah. and like, that these people want me like i'm in Hulu was like, yeah, her, let's, let's make her Kimmy. I mean, Hulu has to approve you as an actor to, to be, a, you're representing them. So it's like the fact that Hulu, I've been watching Hulu forever, like yeah. was like, yeah, her, and it's crazy. So they are definitely proud in, in certain ways. And then other ways they're like nervous as shit. Wait, can I swear? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, they're nervous as shit sometimes. And yeah. So yeah down to the last two questions before i let you go um did the idea of a third movie ever get floated around or are you the last to know these things i mean i would be the last to know these things but between me and the lovely cast and i hope some of the crew we all hope there would be a third i enjoy working with these people so much that i will work on a binge 420 <laughs> binge 94 binge 100 i will binge now, universe until i am dead now you just came up with something great there the binge 420 that instead of the binge four it should be the binge 4.20 or the so how we might have to pay you for this hulu <laughs> so be sure to text that one to jeremy when that yeah uh, i honestly i'm gonna go i'm gonna go and guess what i just came up with by myself <laughs> And then the last question I have for you is, as you mentioned yourself, beyond the job titles I knew about, you have a single coming out and you're a photographer. How do you like to describe what it is you do and who you are? Do you have an easy way of naming what your career is? Yes, I would say it is an ADD kid with an insane imagination <laughs> and way too much energy. And just trying her best to just be happy in a world that's kind of sad a lot of the time, you know, that's it. That's, that, that's what I'd say. A kid that's never got her ADD under control. 
Well, kudos to you on that. And congratulations on this movie. Looking forward to that single and whatever is coming next from you, Marta. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me on this show and for giving me the time. Thank you. Congratulations on not only getting it to market, but growing and growing and growing. Uh, If I'm correct, now sold in Poland, Canada, it's all over the world now. (laughs) Not quite all over the world, but we are global and very proud of it. Yes, the the products in the UK and Poland and Germany. So yes, it's quite exciting. When exactly did the brand go from being, this is a great idea, we should have it on the market to a budding empire? (laughs) <laughs> well, I appreciate that. It, um, it it took time. It was it was a slow but steady climb. Um, you know, probably by other company standards, it was a pretty fast climb, but it steadily cl- climbed uh, and grew every year thanks to our, our great uh, team that was relentless with their marketing and helped get the word out there and our consumers who were so loyal and stood by us. But yeah, it, you know, I started the company in 2009 and so it's been 13 years and um, we're still growing and still have a lot of work to do, but thank you. What is your favorite thing about this great city of Zetalon? Uh For me, I think it's right now, the, the comfort of, be, of being here multiple years, feeling comfortable with my family here and knowing a lot of the people in the city at the restaurants and everything around town. Um, that would probably be my number one, and of course it's a beautiful city, the beach, um, everybody's really friendly, yeah. the owners of the team are great, so for that, I love having my family here. I was telling them before, this is the most impressive minor league ballpark I've ever been in, am I wrong? I wouldn't say you're wrong, <laughs> every, every place is different and has its own feel, and this place definitely has a different feel than a lot of other ballparks. But it's, it's very big. It's bigger than most minor league ballparks that I've been to. Is Absolutely. that the same for you? In terms of the playing field or the entire stadium? The capacity, the number of restaurants, yeah. uh, that kind of a thing. Yeah, definitely. No, it's, it's big. And then also in terms of the playing field, it's a great place to pitch because it's a huge stadium. Right. Uh, was there a lot of adjusting to come to this city versus where out where else you played? Is it that much of a different scenario, or is it just once you're on the field, you're on the field? Um, I, the main difference is, is the field, really, and, and how big it is. And as a pitcher, you know, I pitched in Playboy before, which is a very hitter-friendly place. It's totally different because you try to make perfect pitches when you're playing in a stadium like that. Sure. Where here you have a little bit more freedom to throw strikes and just let you know, let the hitters hit and just trust that your defense is going to make good plays. When you're not busy being an all-star baseball player, what's life like for you? Uh, for me right now, it's it's hanging out with my wife, my one-year-old son, and trying to teach him new things and take him new places. And, you know, we adventure around lots of fun. And, but that's pretty much my whole day is just hanging out with him. Uh, Spanish, how easy did that come to you? Not easy. It's still not easy to me. I can piece together words and get around town, but having conversations and understanding when people are speaking fast is still very difficult. But the food's the easy part? Yeah, ordering food and getting around town, that's, that's easy. Okay, down to the last two questions okay. here. Do you have a TV recommendation, a show that we should be watching, that you you could recommend? 
baseball but they wind up in baseball what's your second sport basketball yeah I, I was a big basketball player i wasn't good enough to play anywhere but that's always that's the sport that i i'd say i enjoy playing the most and when i'm at home when i retire i'm gonna still keep playing basketball and ping pong and ping pong, ping -pong yeah wow I'm, I'm the locker room champ every year 